Greetings and welcome to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. You are listening to Tanya Octave, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. My goal is to provide education, resources, suggested practices, and understand more about the aspects of trauma and social work. This podcast is for you because we are all impacted by trauma. I am your host. Go grab your notepad, pen or pencil, a cup of warm tea, and let's get down to business. Disclaimer, this podcast is not intended for medical, psychological, mental health, or legal advice. You should seek out a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. Welcome to episode 15 of Trauma and Social Work Podcast. This is the last episode for season one, but it's not the end. I'm just in preparation for season two and there'll be a lot more to come. However, I thought It was fun and an excellent way to bring all this stuff together for the last episode. So why did I name this podcast Trauma and Social Work? Let's break it down into pieces. Trauma is experienced in the brain and the mind. In the brain, an experience occurs and synaptic connections are made. The brain is electronically triggered and energy is exchanged. The mind tries to make sense of the experience. The mind will explore past experiences attached to our sensations to help in the sense-making process. During this process, stories are created. The stories support our thoughts, feelings, and reactions. Sometimes the mind is confused because of disruptions in the story-making process. For example, an individual may disassociate, zone out, or daydream as a form of protection or a form of avoidance. The mind cannot integrate the experience by creating a story that makes sense to both the brain and the electrical exchange and the mind, which is the integrated integrations within the senses, touch, sight, hearing, smell, taste. Some also believe the sixth sense connected to spirituality also plays a role in this exchange. Let me give an example of how this plays out. You and I are on a train together. The train gets into an accident. There are some deaths and some some survivors. I walk away with no physical injuries. And let's say you walk away with some bodily scars and broken arms. One may suspect that we both will have a trauma reaction or that you may have a more significant trauma reaction because of the physical injuries. I'm going to suggest this is not the case. 
I may have a trauma reaction that is experienced as acute and life-threatening. My brain will send electrical signals throughout my body. The signals will prepare my body that this is intense and that danger is approaching. My mind will reflect on past experiences automatically without the thought. This happens fast. Most of this is unconscious and most is connected to prior experiences that are remembered in the mind and the body through my sensations. There may have been times as a child, let's say I would hear my mom and dad yelling and slamming doors all the time. This residue resides in the mind. Then when the train crash occurs, this unconscious memory comes to the surface because of the sound of the relationship. My dad slamming the door and the train crash. These events in the brain give the mind a present moment sensation and that there is fear surrounding me. I may die and now my symptoms will start to develop. These symptoms potentially could be PTSD, depression, anxiety. Remember, I'm talking about them in terms of symptoms, not in terms of a diagnosis. You, on the other hand, were in the same accident. You sustained physical injuries, both visible and non-visible to others. Your trauma reactions are not based on the current event, but also on past events like mine's. However, your brain and mind were able to create stories from experiences you had growing up, which laid a foundation for future tolerance of new experiences. In your childhood, the foundation was relatively solid, meaning you had your basic needs attended to by healthy adults. You felt loved by others and your life had a sense of meaning and maybe importance, significant. Furthermore, when your experience, life situations were happening, you felt supported through these experiences. The stories that were created, you were able to integrate them within the brain, the mind, and the body thoroughly. This means there was little disassociative or avoidance on your part. The brain experience, well, let me back up, the train. So when you are in a situation that is perceived by others maybe as traumatic, like the train, the train experience in the brain, there is this, these signals of energy that will be sent throughout the body. However, since your foundation is stable and secure, this does not disrupt your overall well-being. In fact, this can be stimulating and lead you to feel energized and motivated. This is the result of your increased heart rate, but it is not experienced as a panic attack, let's say in my situation. The mind was placed at ease. The unconscious memories you had was one of safety 
security, and endurance. So when something like a train accident occurs, the mind can associate experiences as, as life-sustaining, not life-threatening. As a child, you too will have the residue from your past experience. You probably may have had the similar experiences. Mom and dad yelling all the time, but maybe it wasn't as intense, frequent, or life-altering for you. Then when the train crashes, the unconscious memory comes to the surface because of the sound relationship, similar to my experience. However, your sound relationship may be associated with your mom and dad laughing, dancing, and listening to loud music and having fun. These symptoms, or I will say experiences, will allow you to understand and integrate the train crash differently. You may say, after a few days, you know, now, I will be able to stay home and relax for a month or so. I can really enjoy my time off. Your, we're both in the same incident, a train crash. Your experience is different than my experience, even though you may have more, let's say, physical damage than I did. Because trauma is remembered in the brain and the mind. I want to talk more about trauma and share my knowledge and experience in this field. We are all impacted by trauma just in different ways, like in the example I shared. I want to let others know there are options. Trauma is a symptom like anxiety and depression. They're just symptoms. You are not mentally ill and it is not who you are as a person. You have an experience and there are ways to work through your experiences. In doing this, we can learn many deeply thought-provoking things about yourself. There are options. Yes, medication, psychotropic medications are an option if that's what you choose. I will start where you are, however, it is not the only option. You can do energy work, change your diet, look at detoxification programs, and so much more. This is why I created an integrative approach to treating trauma, anxiety, and depression. These are symptoms, and we work on the underlying issue so the symptoms go away or become minimal. This is what led me to social work, to be an advocate. Now, an advocate is someone who supports or recommends a cause or a policy. An advocate is someone who leads or pleads for some sort of reason. When I say I'm an advocate, I mean something different. I am an advocate for those who want real change in their life. This is my purpose. I don't stand for a particular cause or policy. And in most cases, I'm against or I remain silent on causes or policies because I see social injustice just within the structures. That's why I stand for real change within you. 
you as a person, you the individual, the loving and compassionate self, to help guide you towards finding your true authentic self. You are not ill, you are not sick, you are lost. You may need some guidance and you are loved. This is why I chose the name Trauma and Social Work. I look forward to more interactions with you as we transition into season two and for you to hear the voices of those who would like to share about their experience with trauma and social work. For listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with others. Like below and subscribe to my channel. I will end by saying the keys to happiness are following the path towards knowing oneself. Ancient comedic proverb.